kids. Welcome to Papa's Bible Stories. Each week or two, I pick a Bible story to talk to my kids about. I have a beautiful son, Jacob, who is seven, and a beautiful daughter, Leah, who is four. And these stories are for them. But even though these stories are for my kids, Jacob, Leah, and I would love it very much if you decided to join us. What do you say? Let's get started. Okay, so where we left the story last week, Cain had been sent away to live far from Adam and Eve. Cain went on to have children, and his children had children of their own, and so on and so forth. And Cain's family started to get pretty big. And Cain's family was like Cain, an angry and violent people. By then, Adam and Eve had another son, Seth. Seth grew up, and unlike his older brother, he was faithful to God. And Seth went on to have children, and his children had children, and so on and so forth, until Seth's family was pretty big too. And Seth's family was like Seth, faithful to God. Now, for many, many years, Seth's people were careful not to marry Cain's people. Because as time went on, Cain's people didn't get better, but they became more and more violent and corrupt and evil and did more and more horrible things. Cain's people even started to treat murder as if there was nothing wrong with it. And how could a people of God possibly marry a people like that? But at some point, things began to change. The Bible says, Now it came to pass when men that is, men of Cain's people, began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God, that is, men of Seth's people, saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So over time, Seth's people and Cain's people started to get married. And then, after some more time went by, Both people were doing horrible things, which meant that all the people of earth were doing horrible things. And then the Bible says that the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Did you hear that, kidzos? Things got so bad that God was depressed. He was even sorry that he had ever made us. So what was God going to do? Well, God was going to do something drastic. God said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. Wow, things had gotten so bad that God had said, 
That's enough. I, I can't take it anymore. Let's just put an end to all of it. Kidzos. Things didn't look good. It looked like this would be the end for all of us. But then, God thought about Noah. The Bible says that Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. When the Bible says that Noah walked with God, the Bible is saying that Noah and God were friends, and God wasn't going to destroy his friend. So, God came up with a way to save Noah and his family. And one day, God came to Noah to warn him about what was going to happen and to show him a way to avoid being destroyed like everything else. He said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark. Do you kiddos know what an ark is? Well, it's a box. And you put things into this box that you want to preserve. Kind of like a safe, but maybe without the lock. And how big did God want Noah to make this ark? Well, it was going to be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet tall. That's 11 school buses long, 2 school buses wide, and 1 school bus tall. Whoa, that's a big box. And God gave Noah a lot of detailed instructions about it too. It was supposed to be made out of gopher wood, which, by the way, is a kind of wood we don't have anymore. It was supposed to have a window on the top, a door on the side, and it was supposed to have three floors. Now, as Noah was hearing all this, I would imagine Noah thought that God was asking him to make a, a humongous house. A humongous wooden house with a window on the top and a door on the side and three floors. But then God continues and says, Behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Floodwaters? You mean this isn't going to be a big house but a gigantic boat? And just when Noah thought that that was crazy enough, God continued, I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you, and every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female of birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind, two of every kind will come with you to keep them alive. And you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten, that you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. So not only was Noah going to make a gigantic boat, but somehow... He was supposed to get every single kind of animal on the whole planet to go with him into the ark. Was this supposed to be some kind of floating zoo? I'm sure that Noah must have had a million questions. 
How was he going to make a boat that big? How was he going to find enough food for all these animals? How would he keep the lions from eating the deer? What was he going to do with all the stinky stuff? How would he even get all the animals into the ark to begin with? Not to mention that, more than likely, there had never even been a flood before, or even rain. You see, kids, those. The Bible says that when the earth was first created, that it was watered with a mist that came every day. But even though Noah must have had all this going on in his head, the Bible says, Thus Noah did. According to all that God commanded him, so he did. Now I don't want you kidzos to miss this. Even though Noah did not understand how it was all going to work, and even though he had never seen or heard of these things that God was talking about, Noah obeyed. You see, kidzos, when God says to do something, we are not always going to understand how it's all going to work. In fact, it's been Papa's experience that when God asks us to do something, that it's usually something we don't understand. But it's important that even if we don't understand, that we obey. Don't forget that that's how Eve tripped up. Satan got Eve to feel like she did not understand God. But if Eve had just obeyed, no matter what her doubts were, we wouldn't be in the mess that we are in now. So, Noah got started building an ark. He started cutting down trees, sawing, planing, lifting, and nailing. Nothing like it had ever been built before. It would have been a huge job. But Noah did more than just build the ark. The Bible calls Noah a preacher of righteousness. So, while the ark was being built, Noah was also preaching to all the people and warning them of what was to come. He probably said something like, Guys, God is sending a huge flood. It's going to be so big that nothing is going to survive. Everyone and everything will be washed away. You have to change. Stop being violent and corrupt and evil. Stop murdering. And maybe, just maybe, God won't send the flood. But no one wanted to change. They liked doing bad things. They liked hurting people. And besides, how could a flood possibly happen? It had never even rained before. For 120 long years, Noah warned everyone that the flood was coming and begged them to change. And for 120 long years, Noah and his family built the ark. Everyone had their chance to see the ark being built, and everyone had their chance to hear Noah's warning, and everyone had their chance to make their decision. Then eventually, the day came. The last nail had been nailed, 
the last plank had been laid. All the preparations had been made. The ark was ready. And unfortunately, kidzos, after all the years of Noah preaching, no one had changed. And so, sadly, God had to keep his word. It was time. Then God said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. So Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives said their final goodbyes to their home and slowly went in to the big empty ark. It was quiet. And at first, nothing happened. And then, in the distance, there was a soft rumbling sound. And the rumbling got louder and louder and louder. The rumbling seemed to be coming from all directions. What was going on? Then they started to see it. Animals were coming from all directions to the ark. They could see giraffes, elephants, hippos, camels, buffalo, cows, bears, lions, horses, deer, alligators, monkeys, dogs, foxes, chickens, cats, rabbits, groundhogs, and even tiny little mice. Most came two by two, male and female, while some animals, called clean animals, came in sevens. Every kind of animal that you have ever seen all came up to the huge door on the side of the ark and calmly and quietly went to their places, all on their own, as if God was telling them what to do. Almost as soon as the rumbling sound stopped, they started to hear a faint buzzing sound. What could that be? The buzzing got louder and louder and louder until it was so loud they couldn't hear each other talking. Then they looked and saw a dark cloud of insects. Bees, beetles, butterflies, crickets, ladybugs, praying mantises, dragonflies, ants, spiders, grasshoppers, and every kind of insect that you have ever seen flew and or crawled into the ark. When the buzzing sound stopped, they started to hear a faint screeching sound. What now? The screeching got louder and louder and louder. This sound seemed to be coming from the sky, and they looked up and saw thousands of birds. Starlings, parrots, woodpeckers, doves, ravens, finches, cardinals, blue jays, cranes, herons, geese, ducks, eagles, turkeys, pink flamingos, and every type of bird you have ever seen flew seven by seven into the ark. All the animals settled into their spots, and just as the last little animals made their way onto the ark, the huge door on the side of the ark started to close, all on its own. The door came to a close with a big, loud thud. God had closed the door, and it could not be opened again. The people had heard the big commotion and had seen the thousands of animals seemingly lead themselves into the ark. 
they had seen the door close on its own. And they began to wonder, had Noah been right? Will there be a big, huge flood? Had they made the wrong decision? Now they were scared. What was going to happen next? All right, kidzos, we're going to have to leave it there for this week. But don't worry, in a week or two, we're going to pick it up right where we left off. I hope you've enjoyed the story so far. I know I have. And to all the kids tuning in, I hope you have an awesome day. God be with you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.